1: Welcome back to the New Books and Indian Religions podcast, a podcast channel here on the New Books Network. I'm your host, Dr. Raj Balkaran. More importantly, I have the pleasure today of inviting back to the podcast uh, one Dr. McComas Taylor, who is a reader in Sanskrit at the Australian National University in Canberra. Uh, McComas, welcome back to the podcast.
0: Thanks very much, Raj. It's always a pleasure to catch up.
1: Yes, indeed. Last time we spoke about your your, um, your fascinating, uh, rich, monumental translation of the Vishnu Purana. And now we're talking about something else monumental, but of, of, of a related but different sort. We're talking about this entity called the World Sanskrit Conference. And as I say, you know, this podcast is about public education where I am educated in public so. <laughs> This World Sanskrit Conference, what on earth is this and how did this begin?
0: Well, the World Sanskrit Conference is run every three years by the International Association of Sanskrit Studies as the premier assembly of Sanskrit scholars worldwide. It's been running since 1972. This is now the 18th World Sanskrit Conference. And of course, it was going to be held in person here in Canberra, Australia in 19, in, in 2021. But guess what? We had a pandemic. So it got- That's what I heard. Till, you heard about this. So we put it off till 2022 and we were still having a pandemic. So we put it off to 2023 and then we couldn't risk having it face to face. When we made this decision about six months ago, It was a heart-wrenching decision, but the only reasonable choice was to take it online. And I've been planning this for over five years now, and I had in my mind so clearly inviting my friends and colleagues from all over the world to Canberra to show off our beautiful city, our beautiful country. And now we are online, and I accept that. And it is going to be wonderful, Raj. It won't be the same as face to face, but boy, oh boy, we're working really hard to make it something very special, and I'm sure that our folk will really enjoy it
1: well, it certainly is you know it's a trade-off it's a trade-off of an immersive in person experience of sort of a taste of the uh the local uh, climate and cuisine and and all that and and um uh, and, and, but also online, it means so many more people will be able to participate. Um, That's
0: right, Raj. In, in fact, we've got we've got over three hundred presenters coming, which I am very very pleased with. We've wow. got three hundred presenters from all over the world presenting in fifty eight different sessions, and our sessions follow the full gamut of uh, Sanskrit studies from uh, Vedic right through to uh, computer modeling and digitization. So it's it's absolutely everything. So from Vedic, through linguistics, through narrative, uh, Puranas and epics, yoga, philosophy, uh, did I say linguistics? Whatever Sanskrit scholars are interested in and taking them off into new areas as well there will be a session. One of these 58 sessions, there's going to be something for everybody. Yes, indeed. In addition addition to the planned 58 sessions, this networking software is fantastic. So each person who uh, registers comes up with a little profile and they, they tell us a little bit about themselves. And then they are matched with people with similar profiles. So you can, you can uh, make one-on-one uh, audio and video meetings with scholars with shared interests. There's even a sort of a speed dating thing, Raj, where people are put together randomly in groups of three or four. So you'll meet people who you've never met before. So it's almost as good as going down to the pub which is exactly what I'd envisaged in the first first instance, and what you can't do. We can't go to the pub together, but we can meet in these uh, uh, one-on-one or small group uh, speed dating uh uh functions that that our software offers
1: well i'm glad that you 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 make the comparison to speed dating because then the joke i was about to make will not be soft color when i when i was thinking this is sort of like a professional sanskritic tinder
0: (laughs) where you're actually (laughs) very like that so uh uh, we've got the scholarly program uh as i say with 300 presenters in 58 sessions We've got uh, these wonderful networking opportunities uh, that's run under a package called uh, On Air by Events Air. So very exciting, very flexible, very sophisticated. It's- and uh, in addition to that, we've got some some special events. I, I have to admit, I always find keynote addresses a bit disappointing. So we said we're going to move away from uh, a keynote address and in in place of that we've got in conversation with and we've got two uh two wonderful guests uh Professor Ulma Chakravarti, who is one of the preeminent scholars of South Asian history in conversation with Professor Robert Goldman, uh, really wow. the the Sanskrit scholar uh, uh extraordinaire. And uh, Uma and Bob will be talking about their vision for the future of South Asian studies. So this will be pre-recorded. And, uh, and I'll be very interested to hear what these two extraordinary scholars see as the future of our discipline. In addition to that, we have a wonderful uh, pundit living here in Australia, pundit Dr. Anant Rao, who is uh, pre-recording a uh, performance of uh, Kala Shepa? it's called in South India, Ram Ketar, it's called in uh, North India, and basically... Uh, It's a combination of uh, song, music, and uh, spoken dialogue. Uh, So, Professor uh, uh, Dr. Anant Rao will be telling the story of Krancha Vadha, the death of the Krancha bird, at the very beginning of Ramayanam, which is how Sanskrit Poetry was invented, mm. which is very appropriate for a, a conference like ours. So it's told with with beauty, with humour, with wit. So uh, Anant is uh, uh, recording this performance uh, specifically for the World Sanskrit Conference. So in addition to the in-conference with and the uh, uh, Anant's performance, we've got a uh, kavi uh, Samavya. so it's a coming together of poets. And anyone who's been to a Sanskrit conference before will know that, that this is a great feature where uh, poets uh, it, what's it called? It's, it's a poetry slam, I think it's called, isn't it? Uh, Raj am I right? So this is a, a poetry slam in Sanskrit. So this is mm. poets springing up out of their seats and uh, reciting poetry that they've either inherited or composed themselves, and it's it, it's a lot of fun. Now it goes most of it goes over my head because it's pretty fast, but it's uh, a wonderful cultural performance as well. So the the, the uh, poets assembly will be a great uh, great. Uh, feature as well.
1: So, uh, one quick question: While you mentioned the the, the poetry, um, um, so so language are the papers all in Sanskrit?
0: Uh, the po- the papers are primarily in English. The main area where Sanskrit is spoken will probably be the the papers on traditional grammar. So, this is where the traditional pundits, the pre- traditional scholars, are really uh, predominant and preeminent. And it's actually pretty well impossible to discuss traditional grammar in any language other than Sanskrit. But apart from that, uh, 95% of papers will be in English and therefore readily accessible to everybody. Just uh, uh, on how the, con- the conference is going to be, uh, uh, how it will proceed, all the presentations are either pre recorded videos or uh, uh, uploaded papers in advance. And the idea is that anyone who's interested will, will find the, the papers or the videos on uh, the particular topic they're interested in and then come to a question and answer format Uh, workshop. So it won't be people presenting their papers in real time, that's all done beforehand, it's all pre-recorded, and then come to the workshop where the real interaction happens, where the real interaction begins. And the result of these workshops, we're hoping that new scholarly connections are made, uh, new networks are formed, and this will really, uh, really stimulate uh, the direction that our discipline is moving in.
1: You know, necessity is the mother of invention, and it really seems that um, 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 the the lamentation of not meeting together, notwithstanding, not, not meeting together in person, nevertheless, you seem to be pushing forward the envelope of meaningful um, um, online engagement, really. It seems. I, th-
0: I think it really does give us a lot of opportunities that aren't there. Raj, a lot of things actually become easier online than they would have been face-to-face. Yes, we miss out on (laughs) seeing the live kangaroos in the park, but we have the opportunity of all... sorts of other interaction that otherwise wouldn't be possible and and bringing in people who, who otherwise can't come I and mean, flying to australia is an expensive business accommodation is is expensive uh food is expensive so we've been able to bring the price way way down so instead of you know an investment of several thousands of dollars to fly and several thousands of dollars to accommodate yourself and then hundreds and hundreds of dollars for food and drink the total cost for the uh, conference itself is 175 us dollars or 14000 rupees uh for developed countries but for developing countries primarily india and southeast asia in our case we've brought the case the cost down to 65 us dollars or 5000 rupees so i think this makes it much more accessible uh, particularly to scholars from from uh, developing countries.
1: Brilliant, brilliant. That's that's a wonderful initiative. Um, so,
0: the, the, my
1: first uh, experience with the World Sanskrit Conference was in 2015. Uh, we were in Singapore, were we not? Where were we in, 2015, uh, Bangkok, in
0: 2015? Bangkok was it.
1: Bangkok, Bangkok. Yes. Yeah. Pardon me. It's it's um, <laughs> it's uh towards the end of my, my day here in in the holy city of Toronto. We were in Bangkok in 2015. It was my first World Sanskrit Conference. Uh, it's every three years, and it was the first time we had a panel. Uh, if if I recall correctly, it was the first time there was a Purana section created. Is that correct?
0: I think that's correct, Raj. So uh, up until. Then, Puranas uh, and epics had always been uh, put in together. So, just just for your for your listeners, everyone knows what the epics are, primarily Mahaparatam, Ramayanam, the Puranas are these, this wonderful uh, a genre of text uh, that you and I are both deeply involved in that have the myths and, and legends, the, the foundational uh, narratives of, uh, of of contemporary Hindu traditions. So these had all, all always been uh, bundled in together, but in fact, it was largely through... My own lobbying, I think, that a separate Purana section uh, uh, was established at the World Sanskrit Conference, and that has grown and grown and grown. And now, the now it's a very substantial part of uh, the World Sanskrit Conference. And I hope uh, Puranic Studies has really uh, been stimulated as a result of this, uh, giving it a unique identity in the World Sanskrit Conference.
1: Well, it's 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 certainly grown. I mean, it's only been that initial one in 2015, and then 2018 we met at TBC in Canada, and this you know this will be the the third since the creation of that separate panel. It's certainly thriving, um, and I believe it was our wheelings and dealings sorting out the um, uh, uh, publishing the proceedings thereof, <laughs> where we discovered hey we don't despise working together. <laughs> 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 and, and so we, uh, we, we harness that for um, a special volume. We'll do a special, we'll, we'll most likely have a podcast dedicated to that new book that's coming out visions and revisions and Sanskrit narrative that you and I are co-editing that's um, collecting a number of, of, of Quranic scholars and epic scholars. Um, and there'll be a special panel on it, which I'm really looking forward to actually. Lots of fun
0: there will indeed so this is this is one of quite a number of special panels that are focused more narrowly than the general uh, the general sessions so a special parody, uh, a special panel on uh visions and revisions of narrative in Sanskrit literature and so we I think we have uh, seven or eight of our authors coming together again from all over the world into a shared space to, to uh, celebrate our, our shared interest in the role uh, function of narrative in Sanskrit literary traditions.
1: So tell us a bit I sort of I sort of mentioned I mean I ask, I asked these these purposely naive questions on the podcast but obviously I've, I've been I've been involved in in I've been in attendance at the very least at the World Sanskrit Conference and uh, we had the chance to 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 work on some proceedings and so so what's it like for conference proceedings are they regularly published
0: Uh yes uh, well it, it depends very much on each session Raj, so different conveners of different sessions will handle this di- differently. So, for example, uh, our colleagues in computational Sanskrit uh, pre-publish their papers usually. So their uh, their their sessions are looking back at what they've done. For some, uh, most indeed sessions, the presenters will will benefit from uh, any critique that's made during these, these meetings so they can polish their work and bring them all together, uh, as you and I, I think, really were, were somewhat of a role model in getting the proceedings of the last Puranic section out so quickly, uh, published up on the UBC, University of British Columbia Library website, and uh, and very frequently accessed. So I've seen the access statistics for our collection of proceedings, and that's actually done very well. So different sections uh, are publishing in different ways. So, uh, as I mentioned, um, computational is pre-published. Ours is post-published online electronically. It's really up to each section. Some, I think, are probably still going to be published in hard copy. But uh, you remember some conferences in other disciplines will have a single volume of conference proceedings. But uh, ours is so big that this, this would really be... 10 or 15 volumes of uh, of contemporary size, uh, of, of comparable size. So I think uh, for us, certainly publishing online is quick and easy. We got our papers all refereed and uh, edited and published. It was within about 12 months. So that's a very pleasing turnaround time and our contributors are pleased. The scholarly community is pleased and I hope we'll be able to do the same thing with this conference as well.
1: Well, I imagine so, because, you know, I've been semi-retired for a number of years now. And so, uh, so I've got all this time to, uh, focus on such things between visions and revisions and, and the other publications. So, um, <laughs> I'm teasing, obviously, no, it'll, it'll be expedient expediency is, um, is, uh, is often the goal. <laughs> I, I
0: think that's right, Raj. And in fact, I think uh, I, I'm certainly very frustrated at, at some publication channels where, where something can be in press or in preparation for three years or four years. And even in Sanskrit studies, things move on. And people really want to get that product out there. And so, if we can turn, if we can bring the publication time down to twelve months or eighteen months well, so much the better.
1: Oh, well, I'm sure you will continue innovating, um, either intentionally or inadvertently, <laughs> in the online space, be it conferencing, be it publishing, be it online teaching, wheelings and dealings. Um, here we are. So um, who's the conference for?
0: Well, the conference is really, uh, it's primarily for for Sanskrit scholars, but really anyone who is interested in Sanskrit uh, Sanskrit literature, Sanskrit traditions, yoga, philosophy, will find something of interest. So really anybody would be welcome to register. Uh, it, <laughs> we should be very easy to find. But we started off being called the World Sanskrit Conference 2021. 2021. And then we became the World Sanskrit Conference 2022, and now we're the World Sanskrit Conference uh, 2023. But if you search on any of those in Google, you'll come to our uh, primary web website, and we are easy to find. And anybody would be very welcome to sign up. Uh, We start on the 9th, we run from the 9th to the 13th of January, early next year. So if you want to sign up, please sign up now. Uh, and you, it really, anyone would be welcome.
1: Fantastic! And of course, I'll put the link in the podcast notes so folks can access the conference directly and and feel free to sign up. Of course, all are welcome. Uh, initially, when I was a, a doctoral student, I think um, maybe been my first year, maybe it's twenty eleven. I can't do the math. It's too late for me to do math at this point. But it was it was it was one of the one of my first years in doctoral studies and. Uh, my my then advisor uh, uh, Beth Roman uh, mentioned she's going to Delhi to the World Sanskrit Conference, and I thought, wow, that sounds awfully intimidating. All these papers in Sanskrit. <laughs> but I've I've come to realize that it it is as um, uh, accessible and collegial as it is uh, prestigious. So it's 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 a lovely venue. Um, now, what else do we want to? What else do I want to ask you? Oh, funny story. You know, I don't have any filter this time of night, but the, the, the mysteries of Maya, who who you know, the Maha Maya who gets us to do things, um, you know, in all kinds of ways. So I thought to myself, look, well, certainly I'll I'll make it to Australia because the World Sanskrit Conference is in person; they've postponed it, so it'll go for sure this year. And on top of that, I'm I'm you know, I can help you know behind the scenes, and we've got this 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 publication we're working on, so I'll be there. So. I some students in Australia decided to say, hey, since you're coming anyways, why don't you do a retreat in Australia? So I booked the retreat I make all the arrangements. And the minute that I hit send on the retreat, within a day, it's like, we're going online. And I'm like, my goodness. So I'm, I'm, only, I'm only going for the retreat. But listen maya works in mysterious ways and i'm I'm really glad it was the it was the potential of coming in person (laughs) which facilitated this australia visit of mine in january so if you can believe it i'll be attending the conference online from toronto (laughs) and then flying to australia shortly thereafter hilarious
0: yeah, well, you'd be very welcome, Raj, and I, s- I sincerely hope that you'll get down to Canberra or I'll come up to uh, uh, to Byron or we'll meet in Sydney. One way or together, we're we're going to put the band back together, Raj, one way or another.
1: One way or another, and we'll enact some scene from Itihasa Purana, I'm <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> That's excellent. I'm glad we got to touch base about the... Um, the World Sanskrit Conference and put it on some people's right arm. Sure it'll be of interest to a number of our listeners. Is there anything else that we want to say about the conference, about logistics, about uh, the, the trends, uh, anything at all?
0: I'm all good, Raj. I mean, I'm very happy we've got a wonderful secretariat. Uh, I guess one of the things that's different about universities these days, is that we don't have secretaries, we don't have support, we don't have research assistants. So uh, this is being, uh, the secretariat is being run by a wonderful company called Kaigi, kaig uh And I really want to put on record my gratitude to uh, Trisha and Angela, the two wonderful operatives in Kaigi, who have helped us set this up and it's been postponed and postponed and now online and they've stuck with us all the way through and without the support of this wonderful secretariat, it would have been absolutely impossible to make this happen. So some wonderful workers in background uh, without whom it would not be possible.
1: Lovely. Well, thank you for appearing on the podcast.
0: Thanks very much, Raj. And it's always a pleasure to catch up. And I hope we'll, we'll, we'll talk again soon, I'm sure.
1: Without question. For those listening, we've, of course, been speaking with Dr. McComas Taylor about this um, soon upcoming event, um, World the 18th, the auspiciously 18th World Sanskrit Conference, which you can attend Um via zoom from the comfort of wherever you're located until next time keep well keep safe and uh, keep contemplating uh, the importance of Sanskrit conferences take care